Thank you for tuning into the Whole Black Woman podcast. On today's episode, I have the purpose influencer herself, Miss Letitia Gray, also known as Tisha Talks. On today's episode, we are talking about what it means to be living on purpose. So sit back, relax, and tune into episode 16 of the Whole Black Woman podcast. Thank you for tuning into the Whole Black Woman podcast. I am so excited for my guest today, Miss Letitia Gray, but you may all know her as Miss Tisha Talks. Welcome, Tisha. Thank you, Natalia. I'm so excited to be here today. I am so glad to have you. Um, I was thinking about you uh, earlier and I was, you know, getting prepped for today's show. And I know you call yourself um, the purpose influencer, but, you know, I was laughing to myself because I went and I called you the purpose connoisseur. And I said, I was so excited. dive into this and I'm so excited that we're going to be able to hear about purpose from you but before we go ahead and get started I would just love to go ahead and have you introduce yourself to our audience yes yes okay so my name is Letitia Gray as you said I'm also known as Tisha Talks I am the host of a podcast entitled Boss Ladies Connect Um, it's just recently been renamed from Tisha Talks Topics Um, I am also an author I am like you said I consider myself to be a purpose influencer Um, My mission and my goal is to help women of faith that feel stuck, uh, reignite their faith, move past their fears, utilize their gifts and walk in their purpose. And so just about everything I do from a professional standpoint and even a purpose standpoint surrounds that. Um, But I am also, um, first and foremost, a wife and a mother of five. Mm. Yes, yes. And thank you so much for that. I am so excited to hear all that you have to share with us. Um, So the first thing that I want to delve into, I've asked um, over since season two started, uh, we've just been talking about purpose, but I would just love to start off with asking you, what is your definition of purpose? Hmm, Yes. So for me, purpose is about fulfilling the call that has been placed upon your life. Mm. I absolutely believe that everyone was created with purpose. None of us are here by accident. Um, It may not, you may not have been planned, but you were still in the plan. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as a result of that, we all have things that we uniquely bring to this earth. And I believe that it's our responsibility. It's our choice as to whether we actually pursue that thing or not, or discover what it is that we've been called to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thank you so much for that. And that actually leads me right into my next question. What is the importance of us pursuing our purpose? Oh, man. I, I, it's, so, it's so important. Um, I think as I moved into my 30s, I really began to understand that even a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But like I said, we're all called to something. We all have a level of influence, whether it's with our families, whether it's with the people that we work with, whether we are leading other people. And so it is so important for us to pursue those things because we have been uniquely set apart to do a specific thing. Mm -hmm. And if we don't do it, who knows who that's going to impact? Right. Who knows who you were called to sow into? Who knows who you were called to pour into and the things that you were called to do? And when you don't align yourself with that, um, not just you are missing out on, I would say, 
um, complete fulfillment. Um, but others, you know, others may be missing out on that gift or that thing that you've been called to do for them. Yes, yes, I definitely agree with that. And could you tell us a little bit more about maybe your journey to purpose? Like, what did that look like? (laughs) Yes, I laugh because, um, (laughs) you know, I was one who, so I had my children very young. Mm -hmm. um, And so I was super busy. By the age of 20, um, I had a baby, I was married. Um, and then I just started having kids right behind each other. And so I was super busy and just doing stuff all of the time. Like I was not by far a lazy person, very productive, very Mm -hmm. much going all of the time. But Mm -hmm. I felt as if, as if I was on this hamster wheel that -hmm. just continued to go around Mm -hmm. and I wasn't reaching any destination. Mm-hmm. And um, I have a, a strong gift of administration. And so I would be doing a lot of things for a lot of people, mm-hmm. but I wasn't really finding fulfillment in it. Mm. And so, yeah, by the time I got, I would say, I don't want to say it was like a midlife crisis, but <laughs> <laughs> by the time I started approaching that, you know, the, uh, that 40 mark in a few years, I was mm-hmm. like, wait a minute, like there has to be more to this than um, me just being a mom, me just, you know, working at this job, me just, you know, there has to be something more. And I began to feel like a tug Mm -hmm. um, that there was just more, that there was just more. And then as I began to really pursue that and begin to seek out and understand the giftings I had and really begin to honestly look at the things that I had in my hand Mm -hmm. that I could used to impact and influence other people Mm -hmm. um, is when it really began to like reveal itself to me. And so I think purpose really deals with not just what you can do for yourself, Mm -hmm. but how what you're doing for yourself impacts or influences other people. Wow. Wow. And I guess another way to say it, I, I have a tagline. I say when passion meets purpose, great things happen. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of times we're passionate about things or we have desires or we have dreams um, and we have goals. But when we align them in a way that they can impact or affect or influence those around us, then I believe we're starting to walk in that purpose space. Yes, yes. And that's awesome. And you know, I want to I wanna actually want to ask you a question. Um, because like you said, that tugging of the heart started to happen. You were like looking where you were and was like, you know what? I know that there has to be more. And I actually found myself in that same exact scenario in, you know, the circumstances that were at hand. And I said, you know what? This can't be it. And if this is it, I'm right. not for it. So right. it'd be like something was like, you need to find out what more for you is. And so I would like to hear in your opinion, do you think that everybody gets that tugging of the heart? And then if they do, is it that they just choose not to, you know, answer it? I guess you can say. I would have to say, I think that everybody does get that tugging. Um, mm-hmm. Because if we go back to us being created with purpose and there is something within you. And it's going to call you to it. But I think that a lot of times we're so busy that we're, we don't know how to drown out the noise, you know, and we, we ignore a lot of things. And that's, you know, there were a lot of markers before I got to, you know, my late Mm thirties, I was just so busy. Like, that's why I use the like hamster wheel scenario. (laughs) (laughs) I was just so busy, you know, doing the things that I thought I was supposed to do, um, taking care of these kids and taking care of that. And it, and not that 
taking care of the kids was not a part of that season, but I didn't really, I think there's a difference in, um, you know, us embracing our purpose Mm -hmm. versus us just doing stuff and having responsibilities and, and just running. And so I think it really does require us spending time with ourselves and spending time with our creator to get quiet enough to hear his direction. Yes, yes. Thank you so much for that. Now, um, to go on the opposite end, because we listen, we hear purpose. It sounds so <laughs> inspiring. But then we, you know, we come down and we say, okay, let's talk about some of the limiting behaviors, some of the fear that comes up. Um, so can you tell us about maybe some of that that you've experienced along the way on this purpose journey? Oh, definitely. I <laughs> I would say for me, um, you know, it's funny when I speak to other people who have kind of watched me on this journey mm-hmm. and they're like, oh my gosh, you know, I admire your, your fearlessness, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you just believe and you just go for it. I'm like, girl, no. <laughs> um, I really struggled with control. Like I needed to be in control. Mm-hmm. And what I've learned along the years is that control is like a real close cousin of fear. Like <laughs> they are very much together. For me, it was control and perfection. And I, you know, I had a fear of doing things wrong. Mm-hmm. And that was, um, that echoed, that has echoed throughout my life, I would say. So like, even as a child, I was the only child. It, taught, it, it took me one time to recognize that I wasn't going to be able to blame it on the boogeyman because <laughs> I was the only one there, right? And so I began to realize that, um, and it, 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 it instilled in me a desire to do things right, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And, um, and that carried along with me. And so a lot of times I wouldn't move if I didn't know the plan. Like I, mm-hmm. I didn't know everything that was going to happen. If I didn't feel like I was going to do it well, if, if um, it was really important to me, how people thought I did stuff, mm-hmm. uh, that Ooh. was really important. Um, I was overly concerned about how people perceived me. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so for me, that it is so funny because, you know, my, my nickname is Tisha Talks. But I used to be very, very concerned about what people thought about what I said. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I had to break free. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I had to break free from that. So that was really something that, um, and I still, you know, I still will battle with the control space. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've learned along the way to really trust God. Yes. To trust God and that people are always going to have something to say. And it is on us, the meaning we assign to it and the power that we give it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was listening to someone on uh, social media and the other day and she had said that she said, you have to be careful what you come into agreement with knowingly or unknowingly. And so it's like, sometimes we're agreeing to these habits or, you know, these things that we don't even Mm -hmm. realize. Cause even for myself, sometimes I've 
you know, definitely um, perfectionism is still my thing and I'm working through it. Um, just in, like you said, how um, being aware or not being aware, being concerned with how I'm perceived by other people. Um, so this is something that, you know, I'm working through right now. But yeah, it was like some of the things that I'm like, well, wait, why do I even care? Right. <laughs> you know, and realize, wait, why does it matter what, you know, somebody I don't know and really on my own end don't care about, you know, not in a mm-hmm. mean way, but it's really, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm like, wait, why do I care what they have to say? And so, um, yeah, so I would love to hear what have been some of the steps that you've taken to work through that? Well, I've definitely, um, in the beginning, I really just started when I got, I'll say when I got clear that God has something more for me, Mm -hmm. when I got clear that, that um, the dreams and the things that he had given me, that they weren't wrong. And I think because sometimes what will happen is like when we're overly concerned about whether what other people think, then mm-hmm. we begin to take on their opinions, we begin to take on their perspective, and then we begin to, to doubt ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so I think once I begin to just like really get clear with God, like, no, this is what I want you to do. Then I had to like, kind of, I call it the setup, like I had to mm-hmm. set myself up for stuff. Um, a lot of times I'll make an announcement on social media that I'm going to do X, Y, and Z to force myself. Mm. So I kind of like did it in reverse. So since I was one who, cause I think what comes along with control and perfection, perfectionism is also making sure you do everything you're supposed to do and yeah. you, whatever you said that you were going to do, <laughs> you actually do. Right. So, <laughs> for me, I, I, I reverse that pressure. Like I, the pressure was already going to be there. So I reversed Mm -hmm. it to push me into a place of actually doing the things that I was supposed to do. So I just call it like sabotaging my, I threw myself out there pretty much. Um, But what I did to, um, I guess, maintain and to cultivate that is um, daily, I have to renew my mind. Mm -hmm. I I really do. Like every day. Every day I have to remind myself. And so I, I'll do that different ways. Um, okay. You know, I'll try to, um, in the morning, I'll give my day to God. And I had to do that because I have this long list of stuff that I like feel like needs to get done because I got this control thing going on, right? right. <laughs> so I used to beat myself up when the stuff wasn't getting done. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when I begin to say like, Lord, this is your day whatever you want me to accomplish, that's what I'm going to accomplish today. And Mm -hmm. I began to um, go about the day knowing that he was in control. And so the stuff that I didn't get done, it wasn't meant for me to get done. It Mm might've been on my list, right? Right. (laughs) But it wasn't on his list. So I started to relieve the pressure um, in that way. And then I listen to like, you know, affirmations in the morning, I'll do a devotional, I'll do different things on different days, but I always have to start my day with something that is renewing and shifting my mind to mm-hmm. remind me that, um, you know, this is at the end of the day, like I've been created with purpose and he's called me to something. And ultimately I just want to do that. And I have to remind myself of that because we get caught up in all this other stuff <laughs> and all these other things. Um, but if I can go back to that simple principle, it really helps me in that space. 
and just trusting, trusting God. And as I began to do that, he began to show me like the people who were, who I was so overly concerned about, um, weren't even really the people that needed to be in my space. Yeah. And, and he began to bring other people, you know what I mean? That mm-hmm. encouraged and, and then it just seemed like there was a whole new world. There's a whole world of people pursuing purpose over here, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. So like in, in before I was so boxed in, you know, that I didn't even know that. And I was just listening to all the voices that were limiting themselves. They yes. themselves were limited, you yes. know, so they only yes. spoke what they knew. And when I began to break free of that, and I would just say, really, um, just trust God, you know, just trust him. I was able to walk in a more confident space. Yes. Yes. That's, that's awesome. And um, just to even add to that, that's again, another space I'm in that I'm 30. I'm going to be actually 31 on Tuesday, (laughs) but I'm in that range of discovery of realizing that all of the things that I was thinking life should be is not actually going to be it right in that time frame. Mm -hmm. You know, people are not going to be how you thought they were. So I'm in that space right now. Um, But even really saying like looking around in my circle and seeing some of my friends and saying, oh my gosh, like originally, you know, my friends and saying, God, like I want a circle who's more vested into what I desire, which is really living out in my purpose. Mm -hmm. Right. And so it was, you know, I prayed and I was actually mad at God for a little bit um, just because it was like taking so long. But then I thought about it. I was like, well, wait, how was he going to bring the friends when I wasn't doing what I was supposed to do? Right. (laughs) (laughs) So then it wasn't until I started stepping out that the people came and I look now at the people around me and he's just blessed me with some phenomenal people um, now. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, like it was waiting there or it was there the whole time. It was just, I needed to do what I was supposed to mm-hmm, do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely a, a growing space too. Cause you know, I don't want to make it seem like when I discovered it, I just lost all my friends. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> I was like, all right. I got new friends. Where y'all at? They were like, who are you? So right. <laughs> um, I think it was de- because you have attachments to people, you have mm-hmm. attachments to people. And, and so it was definitely, uh, you know, it wasn't necessarily, it wasn't comfortable. It didn't all feel good. Um, and there were some real painful moments, but on the other side of that, like I really recognized that I could not be doing what I'm doing now if I had stayed in mm-hmm. that space. And there were mm-hmm. some things that God had to show me that um that were for me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes yes thank you for that now i know this you may have already answered this in some shape or way or form but i would just love to hear a little bit more and more so about how has your relationship so the relationship with god helped you in the transitions you've made yeah that has been paramount <laughs> for me <laughs> um my relationship with God has really helped me see myself as he sees me and, mm-hmm. um, you know, versus how others see me and, um, and how I saw myself because mm-hmm. you take, you know, it's so interesting how like, really we are just big children. 
we are bigger <laughs> versions of ourselves. It's we so are. yeah, it is so interesting how a lot of things that you've experienced or people have said to you, especially when you were younger, have really molded mm-hmm. and shaped who you think you are and what you think you can yes. do. Yes. Right. And yes. so um, you know, I I had to realign I had to realign myself with the person that God created me to be or Mm -hmm. in um, versus who I might presently be right now and Mm -hmm. it was only through relationship and me being able to trust him and him being able um, to to show me like my gifts and my strengths and his vision you know for me and me stretching my faith and trusting him with it Um, that Mm -hmm. I've been able to do the things that I've done um, because, you know, people will count. It's not, no one can live your purpose, but you. So they're not going to, I I think I had to learn that they're not going to have my vision. You may not see my vision. You may not catch my vision. You may not agree with it because it's not your vision. Right. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. um, I think in the beginning, I really wanted like, it was painful when people didn't catch it. I mean, I've had people, um, maybe even in my twenties, my early twenties, when I think I began to get a glimpse of being in positions of talking to other women. And I remember being Mm -hmm. at a event and this woman was talking and I had said to a girlfriend, I said to her, Oh man, I think I could do that. Like I, I, I think like I see some similarities in her and in me and my girlfriend at the time, was like, girl, you was not like her. <laughs> she was like, girl, bye. Like, that's funny. You know, she started laughing or whatever. Yeah. And I took that thing. I was like, wow. Like, if I had known you all these years and you, I mean, I laughed at the time. But inwardly, what I did was I took it, um, I took it to heart. And I mm-hmm. said, you know, if, if you don't see this thing in me and you've known me forever, you're supposed to be my girl then maybe I am tripping. You know? right. <laughs> maybe it's not what I'm supposed to be doing. And I, it, it hindered me for years, you know, and moving out in those spaces. But it wasn't until through my relationship with God and in prayer and like in worship that he began to rebirth that thing in me and just really give me the confidence that I needed to pursue it and to believe what he says about me and not what other people say. That's so good. You've said so much and just dropped in so many gems in that. Um, Every time I talk to you, I feel just, I want to ask you so many personal (laughs) questions, like for advice, I'm like, wait, it's for everybody else. No, go (laughs) So I always thank you so much for being transparent because I hear so much of the things I'm going through, the things that you've experienced Mm. and you've, you know, overcame. So it's just great hearing it from this perspective, just because again, we're, I'm, you know, you just find yourself again, at least at 30, (laughs) I find myself finding this new way or finding this way that I thought was going to be the way, but it's not it. So I'm like, okay, now I got to find what's really it. Mm -hmm. And I think I spent all, I spent all of my twenties, right you know, going away that was like, no, this is not what it is. And so now I'm like, okay, you know, kind of wipe the slate clean and let's start again. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also being flexible to the adjustments because everything kind of plays together. You know, I I went through Mm -hmm. seasons. um, This, I am now um, on my second and last marriage. 
And but I went mm-hmm. through that whole first marriage season, um, which lasted mm-hmm. for 10 years, which was really up and down and crazy. Um, and for a little while, I discounted that. I was like, oh, my gosh, it just wasted time. Like, <laughs> you right. know, I wasted those 10 years and and I could have been doing this and this and this. But that experience has really helped me in um, the book that I wrote. It's even helped me understand how to pick myself up from certain circumstances and to keep moving forward. And, to, you know, mm. so I think sometimes we feel like, oh, man, I, I messed it up. I didn't do it. But that really is a part of our journey. And it's building us to where it is that, you know, we've been called to, to be. And we're going to use all of that stuff as we go forward. Yes, that's what, that's what I hear. (laughs) (laughs) I know, like, it's all going to be, trust me, you know, nothing's in vain. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you guys sure? (laughs) You're going to be on the podcast saying the same thing. (laughs) Right. In a couple of years, you guys check back in a couple Mm -hmm. of years. So I want to hear from you. um, How have you been able, or how do you measure success in this journey of purpose? If you do, You know, I absolutely measure success based upon if I was able to be the absolute best version of myself and whatever it is that I'm doing. Um, Mm. I've stopped. I mean, I do have goals and there are things that I want to accomplish. But, you know, I think for me, I don't know if this is true for everyone else, but definitely for me, because I had this real control issue. I feel like, you know, God has been like, we not going to have a mapped out plan, you know, (laughs) because that's what I kind of like, that was where my confidence lies. You know, that was where my comfort was. And he really needed to move me out that space so that I could be flexible because I wasn't a flexible person. Like, this Mm -hmm. is the plan. (laughs) Why are you diverting (laughs) from the plan? And, um, And so he really, it seemed like he just took me in the opposite space. And so um, I've come to learn that my journey is different than other people's Mm -hmm. journeys and to celebrate, Mm -hmm. for me, success is celebrating those small things and celebrating the fact that I was able to be the best version of myself in whatever season I was in and whatever... Mm -hmm task I was doing like if I felt like I showed up authentically you know I um, moved out even if I was afraid you know I tried it even if it failed (laughs) or to my in my opinion it failed because what I'm finding out now is that a lot of things that I didn't I felt like were failures were necessary for me Mm -hmm. to have the knowledge and the insight that I have now and, um, yes. and I'm even talking about like professionally, you know, and yes. like, in like podcasting, you know, for example, you know, <laughs> so even the yes. things where I thought, oh, that, that didn't work. What that really does is I had to figure things out and that really helped me be a better host now than I was then. And so for me, success is really measured by how I personally showed up with the potential and the things that God gave me to do. And it may not be like, I'm sorry, it may not be like how Natalia did it. You know, Natalia may have had, she may have been number one on the podcast, you know. (laughs) 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 That might be, you know, down some notches. But 
I can't be concerned with what Natalia's done. I have to just make sure I did what he asked me to do. And so then that's success for me. That is so powerful. And um, again, I just, you, you, of course you've said everything that's truth, but I'm um, just piggybacking off of even what you said about learning and using those, what we even see as failures or mistakes. Um, I have a friend who she's, you know, she said, I owned a whole separate business, you know, on a professional level, but now that she's kind of into a different field, she's like, I'm still learning and things are coming up that she was like, I never ran into that mm -hmm. with a whole private practice, but now I'm running into these things. But like she said, if I didn't come into it now, I'd rather come into it now on a lower end mm -hmm. than being at a higher status and running into these same issues. Right. She's like, so now I'm prepared. Now I'm going to have the contract in place. Right. right. And so um, it's really, I agree with you wholeheartedly about making sure that we just, you know, really reflect and even give ourselves grace mm. through those, you know, learning periods, um, just because we really can, I'm talking to myself right now, we can really be hard on ourselves mm. um, about the stuff and being like, well, why didn't I do it perfect the first time? <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. I so I would like to ask, I have just two more questions for you. Okay. Um, just because you have graced us with, you know, uh, abundance of information, which I'm grateful for. And I just want to ask, um, I heard you talk about, passion plus purpose and I think sometimes that people either put them in the same box or they don't know where to put them so I would just like to hear the clarity for what passion and purpose how they're the same how they're different okay so for me um what I feel like is that passion is something that that you have a drive to do you know it's it could be aligned with like gifting you're really good at something um, and you just have a, a deep desire to do something, you really enjoy it, it brings you fulfillment when you do it, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so, and I believe that majority of the time that kind of aligns with the gifts that you've been given, right? And so God mm -hmm. has given you those gifts, um, you know, and if you're walking in him nine times out of 10, the passion and the gifts are kind of coinciding because it's just something mm -hmm. that you would do regardless, right? <laughs> you're going to do it anyway, um, mm -hmm. whether you're getting paid for it or not, you're going to do it because it's just a part of who you are, right? And yes. um, when you align your passion with your purpose, to me, it becomes an outward manifestation of your gifts and not just an inward fulfillment. And so mm -hmm. I feel like I just said a lot in that, in that thing, I, I just want to break it down a little bit. So if I'm, um, let's say me, I, I'm, I'm not me in particular, but if I'm a singer, right? And I have a passion for mm -hmm. singing, I have a gift for it as well. <laughs> I can mm -hmm. actually do it <laughs> or a gift for music <laughs> and the arts, right? And so I love doing that. Like I love doing that. It brings me fulfillment. It brings me joy. Um, I'll do it all the time. You know, no one has to push me to do it. No one has to press me to do it. But now mm -hmm. when I get ready to align it with a purpose, now maybe I'm writing a song and I'm singing songs that are going to benefit or bless other people. Mm -hmm. You know, it's going to mm -hmm. extend beyond me. It's going to have a greater purpose than just me. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, mm -hmm. so my fulfillment and my enjoyment is not just staying with me. It is now impacting and influencing other people mm -hmm. around me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna have to have like a tweet that and could definitely tweet that. That's so good. That's so, so good. 
Um, so I, you know, definitely, I thank you so much for coming and joining me today. But before we close out, I want to ask you this very last question. Um, so for the woman who is currently battling, you know, just either sitting in fear and questioning, you know, what, you know, God has for her, does God have anything for her? Um, and she just feels like, you know, there's so much that is stopping her from living a confident and purpose-filled life. What would be one to two pieces of advice you would give her? I would definitely say for her to work on and invest in her relationship with God. Mm. Um, because again, that is like the common theme and all the things mm -hmm. that I've been able to do and even your ability to really identify um, purpose for you. Um, and also when you're building that relationship with him, it'll put you in a better position in, to, to, um, to trust him. Like it'll strengthen mm. your faith. Right. And when you're really in a position where you're like, okay, God, I'm just going to trust you. I'm going to believe then you'll do things afraid. Right. Mm -hmm. Because, mm -hmm. because you'll be confident in the fact that he's going to catch you, even if you fall. And mm. I, I think for me, like I left my job um, almost a year and a half ago. And the whole thing was we out here walking on water, right? Because I believe mm -hmm. that if you told me to do this specific thing, that even if I fall, I'm still going to be good because mm -hmm. you're a good, good father, right? But I, I had to get to that place where I actually trusted him. Um, mm -hmm. you know, with my finances, with the career, with all the other things, the other elements that come with that, making that, um, that decision. And, um, so I would say the first piece of advice I would definitely give is work on your relationship with the Lord and getting to know him and his mercy and what he says about you and his love for you, because I think that that mm -hmm. will build up your confidence and your ability to move past the things that you naturally would be afraid of. Right. Mm. And then the second piece of advice I would give is to read this book called <laughs> <laughs> This Really Helps Me. So I always share this. Um, there's a book by uh, Lisa Nichols called Abundance Now. And really, the I mean, it's a really good book. I would read it. But really, the premises of it is to um, to allow yourself to dream, allow yourself to imagine, not to forsake your dreams. Dreams are kind of tied in with passion and not to forsake mm -hmm. that and to not to discount yourself. Because a mm -hmm. lot of times we feel like, oh, we messed that up. Oh, we didn't do this. Oh, it's too late. Oh, you should, <laughs> you know, I don't yes. have enough money. I don't have this. But what she really <laughs> helped me do was forget all of those other elements and just get back to you. Mm -hmm. right get back to what you mm -hmm. love to do what you wanted yeah. to do and really begin like it just really began to take me on a journey of who I want to be who do mm -hmm. I really want it doesn't matter that I'm 30 or I'm 40 who do I I'm still here so who do I want to be and yes. I think when you start there with those two things you're just gonna things that you always wanted to do things that have been in you it's just gonna start coming out and then merging that with God and faith and trust um, and then guidance and then whatever skills you've already picked up along the way, I think is a really strong place to start to help you um, 
continue in your journey and begin the journey. Wow. Thank you so, so much, Ms. Tisha, for coming and joining us today. For any of our listeners today who may want to find out how they can follow you on social media or about any special projects you have, could you please go ahead and let us know about that? Sure. Um, So to follow me on Instagram, I am at Tisha, T-I-S-H-A underscore talks, T-A-L-K-S. Um, I'm also uh, just recently kind of transitioned into um, a virtual community for women, um, which is mm. called the Thrive Hive. And so if you're interested in being a part of that, we meet every first Mondays at eight o'clock. We kind of just share our ups, our downs, our challenges, and we build each other and encourage each other along the way. And that is absolutely free. And you can access that either through my Instagram page, or um, you can visit my website, which is www.tishatalks.org. And then there is the Boss Ladies Connect podcast, which is available on all platforms. And um, yeah, just stay stay on the sign up for the newsletter. Um, and that way you'll be able to be in contact for any um, conferences or workshops. We do a lot of those things throughout the year and you'll be on the the no list. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. And I'll make sure to link all of that information down into the show notes. But as always, I just want to thank you so much to our guest today. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into today's episode. I definitely hope that there was a gem that you were able to take away and apply to your life. If you are not already, please make sure that you subscribe to the Whole Black Woman podcast to be made aware of future episodes, as well as follow me on Instagram. I have a quick question and I wanted to know, have you heard about the Black Girl Collective? The Black Girl Collective is a refreshing sisterhood amongst black women who are really just looking for positive vibes trying to build genuine connections with one another if you're not following me on social media then please click the link down below about the black girl collective so you can learn more well that's it for today's episode if you want to reach out to me please use the information down in the show notes but i look forward to seeing you here on the next episode of the whole black woman podcast